BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. It's on the nose or it's like it has a nose? In, in. in the nose? Yeah. Oh, that might be tricky. Depends on who you're with. You show me yours and I'll show you mine. Are we on the internet? Hey, Sam's here. I can't believe it either. He made it. It's true. I feel like, touch him, I feel like it's a hologram. I'll touch him. Higher. It's him. Nope. Higher. Danny, 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 there are limits. it. There are (laughs) limits. (laughs) And we will test those. Tonight, the Mighty Nine learn about Knott's entire fucking deal. Yep. Caleb's real name, and venture into the Underdark. We're going to break it all down with my guests, Liam O'Brien and motherfucking Sam Regal, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All that and more tonight on Talks Machina. <clears throat> That one kind of confused me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Hey, a couple of announcements before we get into the show. I feel like I'm farther away from you guys than it I normally am. Yeah, does it feel that way? Off. Should we scoot over? No, the table was I don't further want away you to come closer. I just noticed Are that. Are we all shrinking? If this, something's happening. I mean, yes. Yes, that's what happens. That's but, you know, when the water's cold. When the water's cold. I was in the pool. Um, that's a Seinfeld reference. Mm-hmm. If you had a sense of humor. We have some announcements before we start the show tonight. The second season of Between the Sheets uh, debuted last night on our Twitch yeah, channel. It did. And uh, it was a really good one, I think. Um, I know I'm biased, but uh, the episode features our friend and rapper and writer and good human all around mm-hmm. logic, AKA Bobby. Uh, I will say, Many of uh, Bobby and I's mutual friends came over to my house last night. We watched uh, the episode. And during it, my friend's wife said, um, how come all the people on the screen keep saying he smells like cabbage? She's like, you don't smell like cabbage. He doesn't smell like cabbage. And I'm like, two years ago, a guy made a joke one time. And, and now there's a painting on a wall in a gallery. There's a painting on a, a wall in a gallery. Good God. Um, it was a great episode. It's going to be up on YouTube tomorrow morning. If you're a Twitch sub, you can watch it right now, anytime. But don't stop watching this. Oh. But as soon as this is over, you 
know. You should go watch it. Well, let's options. see. Let's look at the first couple questions, then you can decide. He's a, a busy guy, your, your good friend Bobby. He's a very busy guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was lucky that we had him, uh, like a month ago, I think we ended up filming that, and I was, was really stoked that he had time off to come do it, because I wanted to expose our audience to him, I wanted to expose his audience to us. It's like Talison said, the perfect collision of, but there's a lot of crossover already. There are many, 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 many Logic fans that also love Critical Role, because taste, because they yeah. have good taste. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know great musicianship, like Sam's lovely falsetto voice. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Travis's uh, gravelly tones. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. It gets he gravelly. I mean, he can be, but I wouldn't, I don't know if the first, like, yeah. right now. You're a little That's gravelly right I'm now. sick. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get Thanks you a new one. Thanks for pointing it out. We'll get you a new one. Guys, next week on Between the Sheets, we are chatting with cinematographer Quian Tran. Oh, Woo! shit. Woo! Now, oh, let me tell you guys shit. something. You two would like each other. Let me tell you guys something. So <laughs> for those who don't episode. know, she also happens to be a full-time mother, a mentor to people in the film industry, and Sam's wife. Now, I watched The Bachelor, and I don't usually like the guy who ends up being The Bachelor at all. Sure. <clears throat> you don't really end up liking many of the women, but you'll start to like a couple of them. And then you'll start to like one a lot, and you'll go, man, I like her so much, I don't want her to end up with this guy. Yeah. Because he, I don't really like him. That's how I felt talking to your wife. <laughs> I was like, the only thing she has going against her is that she's married to this dude. I don't know. I don't know, I don't she know how. Way. She I, does. She does. I don't know how I, I, I landed her, but you guys will see next week on the show how great she is and uh, what a lucky guy I am. She does. I had everyone in the office rolling today. She does five minutes on Sam that is like, could, could be one of the best stand-up routines. I, yeah. She just does five solid minutes. I just sat there and let her talk, and it's it's hilarious. That is not how she described the interview oh, to me. Just wait. She, she said, I didn't really mention you at all. Yeah, not much, but when she did, it's potent. I, was, I watched almost the entire interview on the wings, and it was a, a miniature roast. <laughs> yes, it was. It is. And it's going to be Monday night at twitch.tv slash critical role. Without further ado, let us discuss episode 49 of Critical Role Campaign 2, a game of names. Mm. I thought that was real for a second. <clears throat> Guys, Matthew Mercer comes up with the names of the episodes. Oh, I thought it was Taliesin. I thought it was Talison. I thought it was Talison. Uh, I think Talison does the uh, synopses, or at least he used oh. to be. Talison used to do the synopses. You I do used the, to do them. You do and the then arts. Pass them to Talison. So uh. who does them now? You know, it's probably outsourced to the <laughs> only person we could trust to come up with how to summarize an episode of Critical Role, and that's Denikar. It's not just an algorithm. No. Wow. Does that look like an algorithm to you? <laughs> no. No, it does not. We have some crit roll stats Go for, it. for episode 49. Almost 50 episodes. Oh, jeez. The Mighty Nine have cast Disguise Self 97 times. Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. What a bunch of nice. lying motherfuckers. Wow. Nice. It's like one of the most frequently used spells. Yeah, for sure. Y'all use it like eight times an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Is it a... Uh, 
It's not a cantrip. It's not a cantrip. No, it's, it's a level one, one spell. It's a level one spell. Concentration. Twenty of those were by not. Mm. Wow. Seventeen of those were by Caleb. Ooh. By the man. Formerly. The artist formerly known. The as artist Caleb? formerly known as Caleb. But you're so handsome. You don't need to disguise that. <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> I'm not going to promise you this episode won't be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Our first question of the night. Yellowine enthusiast. Yellow enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, you are starting off great. Buddy. I don't like the way these appear on my screen. <laughs> I don't know how to fix that for you, friend. You, you can't. The problem's with me. My wiring's all crossed. <laughs> but that's what makes me so brilliant. This is for both of you. Mm-hmm. How has it felt to play with a different name in the back of your head for the entire campaign? Do your characters still think of themselves as Bren and Veth in their internal monologues, mm. or have they fully adopted their new names after being around people who only know them as such? There's three questions there. <laughs> yeah. Pick which one you want to answer. Uh, it's been interesting as a player to know that uh, my, my persona in the game has been uh, a, a bit of a facade for, through, mo- through the entire game. Um, but I think as, as a character, I don't know. I think Not might be in an in-between place right now of what, who she thinks she is. Because um, she's been in this body for so, so long and, and done so many unusual and interesting things in this body that she, it might be weird to be called Veth, actually, because mm. it's, just, it's, it's just not in the course of her experience for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think she's kind of gotten weirdly used to used to the name, mm. if not the body. How mm. about you, Braleb? <laughs> uh, similar. Um, I mean, it's been over a decade, well over a decade, since anyone called him by his actual name. Uh, not that he was awake for most of that. Um, by the way, the worst sequel to "Call Me by Your Name." <laughs> call, call me by your actual name. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming out next year. Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Um, but when we started the, the the game, they'd been traveling together for six months. So to Caleb, I don't know, I think Caleb doesn't like to think about that because um, that's all bad. So, uh, And Caleb was just something that he winged in the moment of the day he met not. And um, But I think by now it is a nice alternative and he has some actual good memories associated with it. So. So Caleb is not the name of a guy that he knew once upon a time and that he accidentally like set on fire or something like, (laughs) then you're taking it because you feel guilty about- You can retcon anything. No, he just just, um, winged that name the day that he met out. Can I say- Wung? Wung? He he came up with that name the day he met not? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I thought that you had been using that ever since you came out of your stupor. No, he's been using a different name with everyone he met. Oh. And didn't intend to stay with a goblin that he met in a jail cell, but they stayed together a night. Wow. And then another night, and then six months, and then they continued together traveling with a group of strangers. So for the first time, he had a, just a, a name he pulled out of his ass and then stuck with it. Wow. This is awesome. I could just watch this I all know, night. Right? I'm having so much fun. You guys look fucking smashing tonight, too. Ooh. What happened when you touched feet like that? Were you trying to compare the size of each other's feet? The size of our shoes. I, I got pregnant. I oh. think 
I think my, I think Liam's feet are a half a half size bigger than mine. Mm-hmm. What are y'all me- shoe sizes? Well, normally I wear an eleven. These are ten and a halfs, Liam. These are ten and a half. Oh, interesting. Our dicks are the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you don't know that by now, <laughs> if, if you, you don't, don't know. we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. We can't. <laughs> Sorry, Vinny, that was a close one. I feel like we kept it under. Uh, normally, Sam shows up like someone who went out for a jog in 1993. <laughs> and look at you, you look great. This and Liam, show the people the... Uh, I have the sole Keyfish shirt in the, the entire company. Look at this. I'm the only one. I'm the, so as, as number one Keyleth Stan, <laughs> I'm the only one who wants to wear the shirt. No that one else is, wants to that wear is it. That's a damn lie. There's a gentleman that uh, works with Keyleth us here. No, goes, but not that you're the only he, one who wants to wear He goes by the name of Ed Lopez. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been asking him, could we have some of those shirts uh, that we could wear? And he's telling us, yeah, you know, we need time, man. I'm gonna, those are coming in any time. He's from Jersey. That's a good impression. And then, um, not from New Jersey. none of us have them except for Liam. I'm pretty sure he bought his. Uh, everyone wants one real bad, except for yeah. Danny, who does not like Keyleth. Danny hates Keyleth. <laughs> Hashtag Danny hates Keyleth. Uh, no, Sam. I've gotta stop pretending that I hate people in the, mind, in the, in the box machina. <laughs> Sam, Monica Dominator wants to know. Sure. Since Veth Bernardo and Not the Brave are anagrams, which came first? And how married do you have to be to both to come up with similar fantasy names individually of each other? <laughs> it is Gentlemen. pretty weird that you and I both picked I characters mean, but is with it though? false names. Is it though? I guess it's not. <sighs> you know, honestly, all the names at the table could be fake. We don't know. Right? Ford could be a fake name. I assume that yeah, Ford's Ford got a lot is still of weird holding out on us in some fashion. That's gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Um, but yeah, that's very that's very telling and very weird that both of our false names came out in the same episode. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And that our that our storylines are so intertwined, much more so than we had set out to to be. Yeah. Um, I think about like all the layers that would not have existed. Like we both thought we were just going to come in and do our own thing. That, it was not a, let's sit down together and come up with two characters that will be linked some way. I thought of my mess, and he thought of his mess. And then a couple of weeks before we started the show, we are like, hey, well, well, how about, we'll say they're traveling together, and they've been together, and they're like a, a, a like huckster duo who cheat people mm, on the that road. that was it. And that was it. And <laughs> it, I feel like it made everything so much more multifaceted and layered and, yeah. and fun. Yeah. But to answer the first part of Monica Dominator's question, which came first. Monica. Uh, they they arrived at the same time uh, in campaign one. Somewhere along the line, I made a throwaway joke. I said, "Hey, in my next camp, in the next campaign, I'm gonna call myself Vix, just to <laughs> fuck with y'all." And uh, and when I was trying to come up with a name for this campaign, I was like, "I'm gonna be Vix." And then I was like, "No, that's stupid." But I should pick a V name. <laughs> so I started with like a V name, and then I sort of did. Did some wordy, scrambly things, and I came up with both at, at the same time. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Was it an algorithm that you like put into the computer? Or did you sit there with a piece of paper and a pencil, or like, eh, like V E? I think it was V-E. the paper and pencil thing. It all was, right, yeah, all right. I'll try you to didn't go to like the fantasy name generator and. No, not this time. No, uh, no. Man. Um, Sam. Yes. You know what? I think Jester's real name is Jester. I feel like she's a jester. Because her mom called her jester. That's why I'm saying that. Like, I don't think she's hiding that. I if think that's that. That's her mom. It's an elaborate uh, long con. Uh, <laughs> um, Ford, I do not think that's his name. 
Uh, Stupid name. I think uh, Caduceus. I mean, he looks like a Caduceus. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. That's mm-hmm. definitely Caduceus's name. I think Ford's <sighs> name is real. No, dude. I think his name's like Sword Guy. I don't know if that's true, but I, I feel like you know. Talison said during the game, I've been waiting for the other Regal shoe to drop, and I was too. I didn't know what it was, how it was going to present, but I knew that you had some kind of uh, trick up your sleeve, and I just, I don't feel, I just don't believe that Travis has done fucking with our heads yet. No, oh, no. I don't think so either. He still has a fucking British accent that he hasn't said yeah, to anybody. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I think his that name is real, disturbing. but I don't think that, I, I still think there's a lot of stuff that he hasn't revealed yet. Oh. Uh, maybe just pronounced Ferd. Ferd. Maybe it's Fred. Ooh. What if it was Fred? <laughs> this is bad. It's Jeff. Oof. I apologize Fuck to all Jeff. Fred. There are not Jeff. be any Jeffs showing up in my D and D game. Danny's a little under the weather. That's why her battery's low tonight. Oh. Oh. You have low battery because you're not, not feeling a hundred. It's not empty. Yeah. Never. Sam. Yep. Kyle with an N. Ugh. Nile. Mm-hmm. Our pal. You've said before that Knott's fear of water was something that you didn't plan ahead of time and arose naturally from the RP. Was not drowning a part of her original backstory, or did you add it in after the fact? Uh, I very astute, very very perceptive uh, audience, uh, Niall. Um, yes, uh, the water thing was something that uh, just came out organically in the game. I knew that Knott had been turned into a goblin, uh, possibly ki- killed, I assume killed, although I don't know the mechanics of how she became a goblin exactly, but I assume killed, and I didn't exactly know how until that whole water business started in the game, and one night a few m- months ago, I emailed Matt, and I said, hey Matt, is it cool if the way that not died was by being drowned? Whoa. And he wrote back, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, and so he, uh, so so that's that was organically inserted, retroactively inserted into her backstory. Man, those emails could end up in the Smithsonian, mm. next next to Hillary's. And the Did way, they find those? The way yeah. it always works is, uh, I've sent, I, I just sent texts like this to Matt, where you'll say, "Hey, I, I thought it'd be cool if, um, because of the way things are going, if this was part of their past," and he'll go, "Love it." And then you won't hear anything for six months, then he'll take it like it's a piece of wood and he'll wrap barbed wire around it and put <laughs> nails in it. And then he'll wait around a corner and then go, <laughs> Yep, yep, that perfectly describes his style. Oh my God, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for a lot of shoes to drop right now. I'm really interested. I wanna know more about Caduceus for sure. Um, Hopefully, Talison's had time to like flush some of that out. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating because he's kind of tap dancing as we go with yeah. the story creating. Yeah. I mean, he yes. said as much. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I still think yeah, there's more shoes on Travis. Mm. He swallowed him. And we still haven't learned all of Bo's deal. Right. No, fuck no. We don't know shit about Bo. We don't, we don't, we don't even know shit Bo's about last Bo. Name. I don't know that we've learned uh, everything about Caleb's deal. No, fuck oh, no, no, we haven't. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm gonna just throw something out too. People have been asking me online why Caleb knows uh, her last name. I tossed it out in game, speaking in third person. I mean, I'm always talking in an accent because I enjoy doing it, but I said it in third person. I saw it written somewhere and just absentmindedly dropped it in the game. Caleb does not know her name. He didn't Bo's call. Thank you. Uh, Bo's last name. He didn't say it to her. He didn't say anything. I was just narrating third person. So it was just a slip up. Oh, anyway, yeah. There you that go. That makes guys. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. 
You should shave everything but the mustache, dude. That looks so great. No. Yeah. 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 Shush. Okay. Just the Shush. mustache. Hush. Look at look at that. That Brian. would look so. I can picture it. Brian. Dude. Hey. Gotta get rid of this gray. F you, Rami Malik. There's the <laughs> Freddie Mercury. I want. For, oh. No. Jeez. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> That's how he looked the whole movie. It must have been so hard for him to act like that. I think they were prosthetic. Y'all have to stop. <laughs> wow. That's the most disturbing thing wow. I've ever seen. Zach, do a close up on his face no. again. <laughs> Thank you. That's I mean, for Arsqueef, who gets up at four in the morning to give moments like that. In Remy Malik's defense, those were prosthetic teeth. You are showing us your <laughs> those teeth. Those are your teeth. Liam. Yes. Enough horsing around with <laughs> Sam's horse mouth. Carvian wants to know, how surprised were you by the fuck him comment from Not? How surprised was Caleb? Um... I was surprised that it happened. I was surprised. I wasn't surprised that Sam had something chambered. Mm. I was waiting for some sort of twist with with her story somehow. So when it happened, I went, "Oh, here it is." Um, but Caleb, uh, I don't know. I mean, Caleb thinks that he's he knows that he's on a on a tight a tightrope trying to not tell everybody everything, and then oh, I feel a compulsion even though I'm telling myself it's so I can get into this library, and it is, but I, I also have just been lonely for fucking years, and I need to talk to somebody, but I can make it work. I'll just tell it to these two, and he's, you know, he's fucking kidding himself. Yeah. So it wasn't, in his head, he did go, shit, I dropped the plates I was trying to mm -hmm. spin, Bang. but, I mean, he's only got himself to blame for it, so. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a real change. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Will you tell us, will you just like spill something tonight? Just give us some more, no, I'm kidding. Max, what do you think? Are we in peak art dad sweater right now? I feel like we are. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, Tumblr will let us know this too. Is, this but. is like, this is this is like Pike level 20. Dang, uh, that is such a right good now. way to put it. Mm. I understood that reference. I'm so proud of you. Sam. It's funny, cause Denny, Denny hates Hates Pike. She hates Pike. <laughs> and I, what I don't understand is why every time Ashley is in town, it's, Danny has to remind her. It's true, and it's all it's all the female characters. It's mm -hmm. really it's weird. Only, only the chicks. It's really weird. It's weird. She's, why? It's, it's so only weird the so mean. I do nothing but why love. Why are you so mean? I do nothing but love. You're yeah. so mean. She's yeah. such a good actor. Man, somebody. I hope there's casting agents watching this right now from a multitude of. Salad companies and uh, <laughs> tires. Tom Burnett wants to know. I was trying to find my place on the Tom Sam. Yep. Did not know of Caleb's backstory before episode forty-nine, or was using the name Brandon episode twenty-one a coincidence? Oh, total, total coincidence. Total coincidence. Uh, not was and Sam was trying to come up with a false name to use in that episode and in other episodes and just used names that were on her mind. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Like her own name. <laughs> it's hard to come up with something under pressure like uh -huh. that. Total coincidence. And I remember looking over at, we had a guest that night, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I remember looking over at Liam and he gave me the weirdest look. Who was the guest that night, Danny? It was Mark. Mark crossed the Mark. Oh. Um, Don't make me say his last yeah, name Yeah, I said Bren and Hooms. then Liam looked Ooh. over at me like I had just, like, 
just said the C word or something. And I, I was staing holes into your skull and I, I knew you were just like, what's going on? What, yeah, I don't, well, what are first, you doing? First it occurred to me, like, cause I had used a false name a couple episodes <laughs> earlier mm -hmm. and then I used a different false name in this episode and you looked at me like, what you doing? And, and, <laughs> and I, and I thought doing? like, oh, he's judging, Caleb is judging not for being deceptive. Mm, <laughs> I didn't think that, that no. it was, For you have accidentally stumbled onto my backstory, For you motherfucker! 20, 20 <laughs> seconds was, did Matt give him a piece of my story? Wait, did, was Sam looking at, did I leave a book out, notes out? What? Yeah. It, and then I just, it didn't take me long to be like, this is just the most impossible fucking coincidence. And now it's in character, and I'm like, does she know? Am I talking in my sleep? Oh, well, how, what the fuck is going on? No idea any of that was going on in your head. It's amazing. <laughs> and then he ultimately decided, coincidence. Yeah. Coincidence. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Cool. Yeah. Speaking of. We're in love. Aww. <laughs> Speaking of, it's time for GIF of the Week, yeah. my friends. You guys are going to love this GIF one. GIF of the Week! Number one. GIF, 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 GIF. Or, wow. Sorry. There's been a lot of burping tonight. Yep. <laughs> Our winner for Campaign 2, Episode 49, was sent in by Jehan at Winter is Boy. Let's take a look. Ermendrude? Mm. Ermendrude. I said it right now. Oh, look at this. It's the thing. Mm hmm. Oh, in it. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow! That one was pretty cool. It's a history lesson in gift form. Yeah, Ooh. right? Oh man. Best game. Best game. I just realized I was wearing a shirt that said my real name on it while I was talking yeah, about my what, two other I, names. <laughs> oh yeah, what's Very that? Strange. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, it was for a family reunion. <laughs> you what did it say? It said Regal University. Ah. It's really funny. Did your family like want to start a college at some point? Congrats like to that. you, <laughs> Jehan. <laughs> Just as a slush fund. <laughs> yep. Slush fund. You have won these. Oh. It's a. Oh. It's a Vaxil Dan. Aww. From our Steamforge line, Sweet and this is the guy. Vanessa Sindriel one. Badass. Cool. Badass. Badass. She's standing up now, and Vax is. Well, he's in pieces. Accurate. Remember to submit your gifts to submit at talksmachina.com. Also, the Keshaw mini is available in the Steam oh, really? yep. <laughs> What are you laughing at, Max? <laughs> You thought I was gonna forget to say it? <laughs> okay. Liam. Yes. And Sam. DeRoche22 asks, mm -hmm. how has it been realizing that your character's backstories have ended up being so closely intertwined than either of you were probably expecting? How do Not and Caleb feel compared to Sam and Liam? Uh, hi, Henry. Hello. Well, we said earlier it was surprising for us, but uh, well, a welcome surprise as yeah. players. I love, I love that our shit is so intertwined this uh, this campaign because I like doing stuff with Liam, and you guys might not know this, Liam's a very good actor, so it's nice to do scenes with him 
on the show together. Nice. Um, yeah, I always feel confident knowing that there's going to be a a good uh, a good little rapport thing here we got going. Also, oh. uh, I think, you know, I some people would like everyone in the group to be, you know, everything would just would homogenize. Like we'd all be pe peace, love, and happy, and just get along, right? Mm -hmm. Every, all the problems and the bumps in the road and the people not knowing each other's secrets and she's angry at him or he's angry at her or what have you. But most of us, but definitely us, like the, the shit getting stirred up. And I remember a conversation we had months ago when I think the perception of Caleb and Nada is like, oh, it's so sweet. She's like a mom to him and he is so proud of her when she learns magic and all those things are true. But we had a conversation where we're like, can't wait till it all Crumbles. Goes fucking sideways. <laughs> Can't wait for the, the red meat to, you know. Because that's an arc. Yeah, and not, not knowing what would happen. Like, we didn't, we had no nope. idea that this was happening. But we know that at some point, things, things be break. There problems. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they're, they're at odds. I mean, Caleb's at odds with everybody with the thing that, that he wants. And he'll either do it or realize he shouldn't do it. Or he'll get killed. I don't know what's going to happen. But Sam and I, and, and the group, really, but definitely us, like... Chaos. Yeah. People forget that like Vox Machina wasn't always harmonious. Y'all were pissed at Percy for ages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. Scanlan had all of his baggage oh God, and stuff. Yeah. That was the like, best stuff. Yeah. That was the best parts of the show. Like the Grog we were, and we were... Percy fight over the skull and how yeah. you were like super pissed at Percy because he had a crush on your girl on your on your on your sister and all that good shit. Yeah. Oh, Vox Machina was I mean great. they were in, in a shitty situation, but I loved the I loved that scene in the room with the glorious chair in it where Ooh. everything was going wrong. I loved the argument that Caleb had with Bo over a fucking bowl because like, yeah, we got charged in the moment because that's what we're doing. That's what this is about. It's about sort of flexing those muscles and working them out and exploring stuff. But mm. that's the best part of the show. Yeah, it is, yeah. And I think from, from Knott's perspective also, uh, she's very excited that some of Caleb's backstory is out because Maybe he can move on past it and and get some some healing, in, or or at least connect connect with these people in a in a better level. Um, uh, now, yeah, maybe, maybe I maybe agree. Get out of his <clears throat> shell. I love when I forget to skip a question that got answered earlier on in another answer, and then it spawns a whole other conversation. There was a, there was a second part to that yeah, too. There was, yeah. Liam, I don't remember it. Yes. I think we answered it. Oh no, it's Mia. That's the person's name. <laughs> I like it. Even after their argument last week, Caleb still turned to Bo for comfort while sharing his story, placing his hand on her shoulder like he normally does for Frumpkin Vision. Mm. What about her and their relationship made him reach out to her like that? Uh, well, he's probably, despite the friction that's always there between them in different ways, he's probably closer to her her than the rest of the nine at this point mm. uh, in their weird way. And he, she's, in that moment, in general, often uh, on the battlefield, but definitely in that moment, uh, he was wanting to borrow her uh, spine. Wow. I think. And, and Bo rested her hand on his shoulder only moments before and then stopped before he started talking. And then I just felt in that moment like that did felt like reassuring to him, knowing that things were could get ugly, mm. and then it was gone. So I think it was like, where, where, where to go? I need to. I have to do this, and I need. I need you to stand me up because I. I don't know how to stand up. Wow. Wow. 
heavy shit on Talks Machina. I like tonight. it. Ooh. I like it. Give me all the fucking sad, sad shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember Sam. Remember how our penises are the same size? They are. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan Springer wants to know: Did not slash Veth see something in Caleb that reminded her of her son when she approached him for the first time, or was that due to natural maternal instincts? Like we mentioned earlier, she didn't really approach him the first time. They were in the jail, jail, and they had to flee for their lives. So they were thrust together um, by accident and circumstance. However, I think yes, very quickly, not slash Veth saw something in Caleb that was uh, a, a boy, a boy who was uh, scared and alone in the world, and needing someone to take care of him. And those maternal instincts quickly kicked in. It's not like that's like some brilliant insight. He was, he is a scared, scared, guy. scared little boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, stunted emotionally and mm-hmm. uh, needs someone to look after him. Not just emotionally, uh, in our game zero, our, our warm-up game that we played as these characters getting ready for this campaign, which was like an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. it was not long. Uh, he died. Yep. <laughs> like, or uh, or right. knocked the fuck out. Caleb was knocked out. Yeah, so. Uh, he was so squishy. Was yeah. that at yep. level one? That was level one, yeah. And yeah. and not had to save him and kill the gnolls and get them out of there sort of single-handedly. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was very clear to to me going into this that he needed he needed a strong <clears throat> mother in his life, and uh, hey, just so happens that a strong mother was looking him in the face the yeah. whole time. And wow. also, as a halfling, she is quite a bit older than him, yeah? Uh, uh, I don't know how you are. No, I don't think so. Their no, lifespan af- is af- longer than a human lifespan. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's see how long this can go on for. I'm looking Let's it up. Look at D&D Beyond. Yeah, this is what Danny is the Danny, best look at. look it up. All right, meanwhile, go on to the next question. Wow, that's really interesting. I have a lot of questions about go ahead. the halfling. It's your but show. No, I don't, we can't, you're not gonna answer any of the ones that I wanna ask. Uh, draws Shits wants to know. <laughs> oh, Draws Shits does lots of great art. Oh, really? Yep. A halfling reaches adulthood at the age of 20 and generally lives into the middle of his or her second century. Second Damn, century. <laughs> you were not even wrong. You were like extremely Second wrong. Second century. I thought they had the same lifespan as a human. No. Uh, I mean, the only person, the only human I know who's lived for that many centuries is Taliesin. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't want to bone a question if there's a question about no, this coming up. No, you're not going to bone anything on my show. Just <laughs> say what the, whatever the fuck you were just so, going to say. Because as people have been tweeting at me about age age discrepancies. How old is not? How old is Beth? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So how I worked it out with Matt, and forgive me guys if I've gotten this wrong in any way, uh, Veth is not older than Caleb. How old's Caleb? Uh, he's 33. Caleb is older than not. This is how, this is how we worked it out. Than not. Not, I'm sorry, Veth. Veth. Shit. <laughs> the web of lies! <laughs> Veth uh, got married at 20, 20-ish. Okay. Childbearing age. Okay. Uh, she uh, spent a couple years happily married, Goblins, terrible, bad, kidnapping, on the run from the law, 
not the law. Yeah, I guess the law. Anyway, she <laughs> escaped. Now <laughs> she's about uh, she's about 25. She's about 25 okay. years old. Uh, a young, so a, a young quite mom. Quite a young, yes, young, yes. young she's mother. Just a far, she's in a farming village. They mm-hmm. get married early there. Sure. Um, she got married to her her childhood sweetheart, and uh, and that was that. Similarly, similarly, uh, as I understand it, when one is reincarnated, you are given an adult body, mm. uh, and goblins reach adulthood at seven or eight years old. Oh, uh, so. A 25-year-old halfling is about a seven or eight-year-old goblin. Whoa! Uh, and so that was the conversion. So wow. if she, if she looks like she's seven or eight or nine as in, in goblin in goblin and years, which is about, you know, a, th- a third to a fourth of the way through her life. Gosh, yeah. So unless she gets her ass changed back, she has taken a 200-year lifespan and gone. <sighs> She's got 20 years left. Ooh. Yeah. She's also traveling with the Mighty Nine, so that's probably yeah. inching that even lower. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 did, I forgot that you got knocked unconscious in that Session Zero game. Take that, Matt Colville. Even in Matt Mercer's uh, Session Zero games, he kills his players. That's right. Mm-hmm. Walking through a field of grass, and they popped up out of, the, out of that tall grass. It was, not, it was not a complicated encounter. Nope. Went down One shot, one kill. <laughs> <laughs> Ambush, no problem. Uh, Sam, draws shits. You did that one. Was, no, we didn't. Oh, we never actually sorry. asked it. Oh. Uh, was not alcoholism something that she developed as a way of coping with her being tortured and enslaved by goblins or an existing problem that she had as Veth? I feel like it's the former. Former being the coping? The beginning of the question. Coping with okay. misery. So this is another thing that I discussed with Matt a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so many of Veth's quirks, uh, for instance, her penchant for uh, collecting things. She's a coll- avid collector uh-huh. of items. Uh, Pogs, mostly. Uh, Pogs. Her, her generally nervous, uh, skittish nature. Uh, her en- enjoyment of uh, little nips of sherry wine before, before bedtime. All of that shit, it, this is my choice. I don't know if this is how other people w- would play this. In goblin form, it is all super heightened. Mm. So, uh, where she enjoyed a nice nip of sherry wine every once in a while, now she's a fucking maniac when it Whoa. comes to drinking. <laughs> when she used to collect baubles, now she compulsively needs to steal them. Um, mm. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so cool, oh my she, god. She's, she's a little nervous Nelly uh, back in, in Halfling Land, but as not, she is not the goblin, she is just terrified of everything around her. So it's just everything is heightened a bit. Um, so she enjoyed liquor as a halfling, but uh, but now she uh, needs it to, to survive. And yes, it's a little of A, a little of B. She, it's definitely a coping mechanism. Goblins didn't have liquor running running freely around the clan. Yeah. So when she left uh, and she got she got a few tastes of it, she realized, oh, this is a good way to not think about what I'm running away from, not think about my husband and kid back home. I can just sort of. You know, zone out and just be drunk and not think about this stuff. Whoa! It's fun. The two hundred years got shrunk down to a dense little mm-hmm. tiny lifespan, mm-hmm. and her her habits, which were casual, got shrunk down into yeah. a dense yeah. alcoholic yeah. ball of sad. <laughs> it's the sad episode. <laughs> hey, I love it, man. Uh, Liam. Yeah. 
Les Kenobian wants to know. That's a cool one. Yeah. Caleb has a recurring habit of scratching his arms, especially when anxious. Is this because the old scars left by the crystals are still itching, phantom or otherwise? You've been fucking doing that the whole campaign, yeah. haven't you? I just thought he had, you know, he needed Stabies. to moisturize. Yeah, it is like it is a little bit like uh, Phantom Lemmy. Um, That's uh, how detailed his RP is, Sam. You could, you know, learn a thing or two. Arm P. I've seen. Uh, <laughs> oh. Did you just say arm? I said arm P. Unironically. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of amazing art that shows like really nasty stuff. I will say that they, they've also had a chance to possibly spot this, but. I didn't want to like draw attention to it, and yeah. in the the they were at a, in a bathhouse, and I had him sink to the bottom. Um, they're faint. It's not like he's got giant, you know, gashes still for the world to see. It would just be like they're faint, faint lines. Like I have a line that no one knows is here that a cat of mine made when I was a kid. If I had, if I had twenty of those things, yeah. But that's that's why they're wrapped. Wow. And it's cold. It's cold in Wild Mount as well. It is. Mm. Now you're now you're phantom scratching your arms. I've been doing this the whole time. I never even thought no, about it's it. It's because you bought that shirt out of the back of a guy's car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam, fried Cthulhu Mari wants to know. <laughs> Great. Not seem to exhibit a handful of goblin traits. Uh. For example, or tendency to eat raw meat and things that many others might find disgusting. Is this because of the realities of her captivity or do you see the physiology in of her goblin form affecting Veth's choices and behavior as not? I'm sorry, Fried Cthulimari, I just, I sort of just answered. Oh, you did uh, just that, But a little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, like I, I feel like the goblin, uh, go, goblins in general, and, and at least how I think of them are just like sort of primal and so everything is just a little bit more amped up. Yeah. Um, when they get angry, they get murderous, and when they get uh, when they get scared, they get super scared, and when they get hungry, they get fucking hungry. Um, so, so that's kind of where that comes from. Uh, and and I don't know if this is right or wrong. It's just how I've been playing it. Um, uh, after reincarnation, I looked it up in the spell book at some point. It says like you retain all of your old, old me memories mm. and personality of your prior uh, form. But it says you retain those things. It doesn't say what happens after that. Right. So I've been playing it that Not is has been slowly just becoming a little bit more goblin as she goes, and a little less like she's kind of been forgetting about some of the past as she as she moves forward by her own choice or no, just because like the, it, I think it's the happening. physiology of it, like she, you know, you're. I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm a soul in a body right now. But if my soul were in another body, I feel like I would think differently and feel yeah, differently. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. So yeah, is there any part of her that's fighting to try and keep those memories and to keep that, you know, half of her there and present? Yeah, of course. I think she's very eager to. Uh, if there's a way to get back, yeah, uh, get back. But she also is aware that her vehicle for getting her back there or her perceived. Uh, dude, who's gonna maybe maybe get her back to her original form is not quite ready yet, uh, emotionally it's or too busy even hating himself. Yeah, to, or uh, even like in in his own power and ability, he's not ready to to get her there yet. So she's a little anxious for that to, you know, get cooking. 
Yeah. It's a lot of good good fin good information over there yeah. in Jorhas, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be interesting. Speaking of the uh, RMP, <laughs> Darlette asks for you, Liam. Early on in the campaign, Caleb wakes up after being knocked out in a fight and screams, take them out. Was he dreaming about the crystals Trent put in his arms? Ooh. Uh, yes. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Good catch. Nice. Darlette. <clears throat> cool. Or is it De Harlet? That was that nope. day. It's De Harlet. <laughs> Darlette. That was that day that I like lay out on the table for five minutes. Getting, oh. getting a giant dent in the side of my head, waiting for a moment to come up. But you got a nice nap. Uh, yeah, well, no, I was down there going like, I wonder when I should get back in. When should I start role playing again? No, no, what am I gonna do when I wake up? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I can, ah, uh, <laughs> But see, now that you've said the thing about scratching the arms in character, people will be Overanalyzing all of your body movements. Oh wait, they already do. <laughs> it's time for fan art of the week. Fan art of the week. People sending art. We call it fan art. Yeah. It, that's a very similar man. That's cool. That's consistency. That's Tox Machina. This week's <laughs> fan art winner for Campaign Two, Episode Forty Nine, was sent in by Cora Jensen at Qued Dugja. Another artist. Yeah. Who does a lot, of, a lot of good art. Yes, yeah. including, yes. but not limited to this one. Oh yeah. boy, jeez, so that's good. Eesh. Drowning that's is good. sad. That one was hard to resist. Oh man, that is rough stuff. Sorry guys. Sorry. Yeah, you did this. Sorry guys. Just keeping with the. Hey, get over here. Yeah. Henry. Henry's Even Henry's like emotional. Get over here. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who. Submitted. <laughs> Congrats to you, Cora Jensen. You have won this. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jesus. Bolivian rosewood tabletop tray. Now this is one of those exotic, you know, beautiful. Man, Bolivian rosewood. Ooh, wait, wait. I think that's illegal. It smells really good. You guys should smell this. Smell dude. that wood. That's from our friends at Wormwood Gaming. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Henry. Oh. That is pretty damn good. Make sure to check them out at wormwoodgaming.com. No, 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 no. You don't want me to associate our sponsor's product with that motion? No, 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 no. Rewind, take it back. See, I'm too far from you guys. Henry, sniff the wood. Sniff the wood, Good boy. Good boy, okay, that's a good boy. Yeah. Wow, this one's been blessed. You can enter our weekly contest by emailing your GIF or fan art to submit at ToxMarket.com. Rules for our contests are available at CritRoll.com. Moving on, this question is going to be for... <laughs> you, there's Sam. There's a glitch. <laughs> Les Brennan wants to know. Yeah, yeah. Les Brennian. Mm -hmm. I got it. How much of Knott's missing Yeza? Yeza. Easy. Played into the advice she gave Jester and her pushing her for her and Ford. And the same for the letter she and Jester wrote to Astrid. Is she projecting her own longing or genuinely wishing for relationships to happen? Good question. I think I think it's a again, like a little of a little of each. I think she just has has a gen general tendency to want to see people, you know connect and and come out of their shell or express themselves to each other because she knows that 
you know, time with a loved one is is not. Let's make it sad again. It's not. It's okay. not. It's not eternal, right? <laughs> right you gotta. Yeah. You gotta say what you gotta say to somebody. Mm-hmm. Tell somebody you love them because they could be taken away from you the, the next day. So it's less of a less of a projection of like um, her own relationship and more of just like wanting to see people, you know, be be the best of themselves and yeah. and be great to each other and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's all we have in this topsy-turvy world. Right, and <laughs> fucking crazy-ass powerful magical spells. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Also that. Love one another. Yeah. Love each other. Love each other. That's what you always say, right? I do, yeah. You've seen the show. Uh, not unless I'm forced to. <laughs> <laughs> Last night in the fucking Twitch chat, Sam's like, I'm not sure if I'm coming tomorrow for a tux block. And then I get a million tweets like, hey, Sam said he might not be there, man. I hope you guys have someone else lined up. Troll. <laughs> Troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. fucking troll. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Liam. Yes. Dr. Shady Tree. Yes. <laughs> Caleb didn't tell the party about his parents. Mm. Despite the honesty you shared and the trust you put in the team with what you shared, is that information still too scary for him to reveal? Uh, I, I think it's two things. One, it's still like humiliating and heartbreaking to talk about. Um, and the way I look at his confession earlier in the story is both done out of need, but also I think that he's just been alone so long, trapped in his own head, to the point where he's talking to a fucking skull about it, hmm. that really that came out because he, he, needs, he needs people. He's telling himself that he can do it on his own, he has for a while, and he's still telling it to himself, uh, but he's lonely. So I think that's why I came out the first time. This time, it's so it's so awful. It's so awful. I wrote the worst history. <laughs> um, so there's that, right? And he's gotten it out once, and to especially with like innocent, like I know Jester's not innocent, but she's such a she's such a sunflower, right? Mm. That it feels awful to unload that shit on her. Um, but then also, it wasn't really pertinent to the moment, right? Them knowing that he, you know, this whole time where I've said that I've been, I've always just sort of picked up magic on my own. I was lying. I'm connected to the people that have stolen your husband, Nott's husband. So you all need to, yes, you all need to know that because I'm connected to bad people who are now connected to Nott. Um, so that's pertinent information. You got to know that. Wow. The other stuff. I don't know, and also like not had just like bared her soul to the group, so I wasn't gonna be like, but also my (laughs) past is real. It it just wasn't at the right moment for it. This is interesting because I feel like, not that Vox Machina was just a bunch of swinging dicks out there, like, you know, there were deep threads happening, but I don't feel like there was this much sort of connection at this point in that campaign. This is like some super tied together stuff already. And just how we saw Travis's sort of first arc play out, there's a lot of mystery still. Yeah, it's true. Like the Vox Machina campaign, I feel like at this point in the campaign, they were more familiar with each other. Right, yeah. But maybe not as connected or as, I don't know, vulnerable? It was, it's weird. It's a weird, it's just a different dynamic and it's cool. Yeah. Story is taking on a life of its own. Also, 
I'm sure that Danny is happy because, you know, Keyleth, Vex, and Pike aren't in this campaign. Yeah. <laughs> which is a real big... Weight off her shoulders. Yeah. yeah, weight off her shoulders. Not to mention, you know, <laughs> Sprig is the one that got me. Oh. Darren DePaul's character. When yeah. she started talking, saying that that was like the war, I was like, yeah. I, it's still making me fucking emotional. Yeah. Sam. Yes. Mince 10 wants to know, this is your second character with a sincere hatred for goblins. What is it about goblins that you find so appealing as backstory villains? They're gross. <laughs> <laughs> They're gross and little and gross and mean. Uh, I don't know. Well, this one's all, uh, more coincidental because as you all know, and as Liam has definitely agreed with, Liam was 100% responsible for my character and backstory this right. campaign. Right. <laughs> now, he gave me a race in class. It was Goblin, so I had to tie in Goblin somehow. Um, and it just worked out. It just worked out this way. I, uh, Next campaign, I want you to play a treant. <laughs> Great, done. A uh, I don't know. You know, I will say this though. I've gotten a lot of. Um, I've gotten not a lot, but a, a couple of people tweeting at me and stuff, saying, uh, uh, "Why can't goblins be nice? What's wrong with you? Why can't? Why can't you just think that? Why can't there be a good goblin? Are you racist against goblins?" <laughs> and the answer is yes. <laughs> no, the answer is the answer is in your campaign or your story. Uh, you can certainly have right. uh, uh, cool, uh, awesome goblins. And in fact, Matt might Matt kind of did already surprise us with a goblin who is remarkably well behaved. Right. Um, Veth slash not might be horribly misguided about goblins. There could be a whole clan that they come across of like the greatest goblin breakdancers. Who knows? I don't know. Well, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bad Example over here. Did that nice goblin change her mind in any way about goblins? That encounter. Did, oh, did meeting yeah. that butler goblin? The butler guy. Uh, no, she didn't really get to talk to him. She really wanted to, but oh, he yeah. kind of disappeared. Um, I, she actually had some, some questions for him, but um, it was interesting. She's curious about that one. If we ever go back to that, uh, to that wizard, she might want to pull him aside and have a little gob on gob. Oh. No? No. <laughs> Action? No. no. I, <laughs> Never again. God, I wish we could end it there. Oh, I wish I could just cut the... <sighs> Bad weather, power could go out any minute. Um, Liam, yeah. Brooke Casey. Aww. Asks, how relieved is Caleb that they're not going to Rexentrum? Yes. Super relieved. Super relieved. Does not want to go to Rexentrum. Does not want to confront any of that. You know, he's got feelings about those people that I think he's probably going to need to deal with, but he does not feel in any way, shape, or form to be ready for that. I think that right now, um, even though like his instincts are telling him to run like a fucking uh, crazy person away from the group that that he's that that he cares for them and and he cares for not especially and he's got this he's got two things all wrapped up together uh, in a neat little package which is we got to go find your husband we have to do something for you and did you hear about what they got over in Jorhas? <laughs> so yeah mm. there's there's something to be gained there yeah. And and just like when they went to the Menagerie Coast, he can kind of, not that they're not risking their lives, but no one's gunning for him specifically. So I felt like on the Menagerie Coast, I played with Caleb sort of letting his 
guard down there, and he can do that in Perilous Jorhas as well. Yeah. Is this the way you guys both saw your backstories coming out in the campaign, or did you picture something a lot different? Different. Did I you thought think it would have held sooner, mine back later? longer? Yeah, later, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think it's about time, actually, but when we began the campaign, one thing that Matt asked me right before we started, he was like, this, this thing about you being a halfling or whatever, is that something like that you want to come out early, that you would like to keep, keep close to the vest for a while? And I told him, it would be fine with me if it never comes out in the entire campaign. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So I'm, but I'm very happy that it came out now. It feels right, mm. and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's next for both of our characters, but especially mine, because I play that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see like how this changes the dynamic between them, between the group, and what her goals will be now that they're sort of more out in the open. Mm. I think that that's through both campaigns. That's why anything happens is just we reach a moment where it just feels it feels right. Mm-hmm. And like even things, decisions that are painful, like leaving because you feel like the group uh, is shitting on you, mm-hmm. whether that's right or wrong, or they're both right or they're both wrong, or or uh, deciding to, you know, put a, a, a expiration date on your character's life. Like the, I just feel like any decision I've ever made on this, happy or painful or whatever, just it just felt true. Hmm. Yeah. Except coming on this show tonight. What? How come your character didn't make that decision? Wait, how many times do you have to tell you to not talk shit about the show while you're on it? You can do it on Twitter, you can do it on CR, you know? Normally he's walking to his car from the show. Yeah, exactly. Just a stream of swears. Did you tell your kids the... the the story this week of what happened with Not? Yeah, but... Yeah, I left out some stuff. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, I told them. I told and them. And then she I, drowned, just like I told you kids you would do if you fall in the pool <laughs> while Daddy's barbecuing. I told them. I told them the whole story of the of the night, which not a lot happened. Like, if you're telling to a kid, yeah. not a lot actually yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and so I finished, and they were both like, "That's it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, that's the whole story." And my little my little four year old girl said. Can you tell us it again? Oh, <laughs> how how not became a goblin? Oh my! And I was God. like, I just I just told the story, and she's like, Can I hear it again? And so I just told the whole uh, story oh again. No. <laughs> Little yeah. Terminator. Yeah, he's a goblin somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got time for one more, and it is a doozy. My run, my run, or one shot, run shot. How does it feel to be back underground, searching for a halfling at roughly the same level that the campaign one stream started? So you guys now are just about at the level that campaign one stream began. I'm still trying to figure out yeah, his name. <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's uh, my, Marin, Marino Runshot. Or is it Myron or Unshot? <laughs> <laughs> See, now you know how hard it is to do yeah, that. You have a hard job. Yeah, thank Run you. Oh. Mm. Um, anyway, the question is, how does it feel to be back underground? Um, I'm excited. I like underground Searching for stuff. a halfling. You guys are at the same Wait, level almost. Same are we level. searching for a halfling? Kima Lady aboard. Kima. Kima, dude. What? Yeah. That is yeah. crazy. It's funny, weird parallels that happen by design, by accident, the same thing. Wow, that's so cool. 
I bet, um, how long ago did you give up on the shirt thing? That was a while ago. Uh, it, I haven't given you up on the shirt. You're still doing that? You're still doing that? Yeah. yeah, the problem is I don't have most of the, these shirts anymore because during campaign one, I gave away 20 shirts. Oh, you I remember that. did. I forget what it was. It was someone, anyone who donated something. Yep. I don't know. I, one of the I sent away twenty of my shirts, yeah. and so a lot of these shirts mid-campaign I just don't own anymore. So I've been swapping out with other things. But when I have the shirt, if I still own it, I will wear it. And if you don't have it, do you wear something that wear feels something. close or just whatever? I was trying to do something that feels close for a while, but I've run out. <laughs> so now it's just any shirt, or so you think. Oh shit! But you stopped doing the facial hair. That was crazy that he was, when I no, caught no, on to I that. I haven't stopped. You haven't? No, this is still Damn. the same facial hair that tracks with the first campaign. I wonder if there's a Twitter account tracking all of this. There are is. are there you is? gonna do it for our third campaign? Yes. Okay. But are you gonna match the second one or the first one? I don't know. Well, if you're matching uh, the second one, that one matches the first one. Not, not exactly, though. Like so then, hair. what about this? What about this? Okay. Facial hair. Okay. okay. Pitch me. So Conspiracy continue with going with go. the first campaign. Uh -huh. But anytime there's a gap, go to just wear suit. whatever you did on the second campaign. What if I Merlin it and go in reverse order? Yes. <laughs> oh. So yes. I'm getting younger and younger as I go, and I will start like dyeing my beard so it gets browner and browner, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. looks like I'm I'm becoming more like campaign one. Yeah, Sam. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, this is good. <laughs> We've got time to Stay prepare. Tuned, guys. We've got time to prepare. Here, here, Stay here, tuned. Here first, folks. <sighs> well. I'm excited about this Thursday. I'm excited to see where you guys are going to end up, you know, finally killing each other. It could happen. It could. We could turn no, on each other. Could. No, you guys won't turn on each other. Ford is turning on all of you. Yeah. It's my theory, and it's only because Travis has done that to us in real life. Mm -hmm. That's all the time we have for tonight, folks. Oh, boy. I can't wait till the camera's off and when we tell Brian our secret secret names. Oh, what? Yes. What have I done to deserve such things? Mm. Nothing? Not much. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, stick around for Talks Machina After Dog on projectalpha.com. I would like to thank Liam and Sam for joining us tonight. Also Henry. And Henry, and Danny, and old Greg, new Greg. <laughs> Zach, Chandler, Max, Chris, other Chris. Ed, Vinny, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> These are just random people Episode now. Episode <laughs> 50 airs this Thursday. Until then, don't forget to love each other. That's what I say. That's what I say. Yep. Don't worry, it's almost Thursday. Stay tuned, my friends. You want a Miller High Life? The king needs... You want a champagne of beers? A right. beverage. Max, get this man a champagne of beers. You got it. Okay. Thanks, Max. Welcome to After Dark. Champagne. Don't feel bad. It's me, Max's boss. Boss? It's boss. Sam, Max's boss, mm. and it's Liam, Max's boss. Um. <laughs> Is it still hitting you? It's hitting me. Sam was complaining about the uh, oh. trinket, uh, you know, that's actually trinket, uh, hitting his head before the show. Oh. And he tried to move it and almost knocked over the entire set in the process. Now you expect us to believe you don't well, behind like bears. the scenes. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? What'd you bears, say? bears. I don't like bears. Yeah, there's a reason for him. That ain't what I, I heard. Think, I'm pretty sure they start forest fires. No, 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 no. The Always bears starting smoke forest no, no, no. fires. The bears 
do not want you to do drugs, the dog in the trench coat starts the forest fire. You're right. <laughs> McGruff, the fire, <laughs> the fire dog. Yeah. Oh man. He opens his coat, throws out fire, <laughs> runs away. McGruff, the fire dog. <laughs> the best episode of True Detective. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good story for your kids. McGruff, the fire dog, starting <laughs> the fire a fucking dog? forest fire, just. Uh-huh. Bombing grenades. I feel like this might have actually come up on a previous Tox Machina. Do you know who Mr. Yuck is? I mean... It's not you? Are we talking about the guy that deals Molly? <laughs> down in Koreatown? Mr. Yuck. Who's Mr. Mr. Yuck? Mr. Yuck was something that I experienced growing up in Virginia. Okay. Uh, it was a sticker, a green sticker with a man on it named Mr. Yuck, and you would put this green sticker on things that kids should not go into. It's like poison poison control stuff. So you, parents would put them on like, you know, pill bottles and stuff like we that. We can show it. Oh, wow, look at this. Looks I wonder what this is. The worst. <laughs> it's I am a connoisseur. Don't hold it like that. The <laughs> Don't. It's the champagne of beers. <laughs> Have you had that before? Yeah, in college, this is disgusting. No, it's not. Oh it's my delicious. god! It tastes like Sigma Nu on a Thursday night, not even Friday night. Oh, no. It's the Sigma Nu beach party where they stole a bunch of sand out of the beach volleyball court and they brought it into their living room. And they don't know who's gonna clean it up. Oh, those fuckers. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm angry with how much you know about fraternity and sorority life. There's, a, yeah, tell me about it. There's a critter and a friend of the show named Henry O, who is in New York and helped curate the drinks for season two of Between oh, the we Sheets. Met, we met. Yep, he Those came here. Amazing. Amazing drinks. Yeah. Yes, they they came up with the whole season's worth of drinks, and he brought a whole fridge of Miller High Life as a gag. Yes, because. Uh, when I talked, why we have all of that here? Yes. Oh my god! He brought that the Guinness. They also made us a specialty thing, and then uh, does he mix with this stuff? Like, is this something he puts in as like a little dab? It's a or joke, something? and I'll tell you what the joke is. Oh boy. His, when I talked to Quian about what she, would, what kind of cocktail she would like to have for the show, I like to get ideas, and then we go and we talk about Side it. Side note. Uh huh. You are one of the best people in our lives at pronouncing her name. Oh really, Quien? Yes. Oh, you that, are. It's. I don't feel like it's that complicated. Numero uno. Okay. Maybe. Maybe even better than me. <laughs> nice. Yes. I. I. Uh, Say it again. Quien. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. She mainly, she mainly goes by Q. Right. Because people can't pronounce it. Because it's hard for people. Yeah, we talked well, about also that. That's a really cool nickname. That's also a cool. Side name. side note. <laughs> We're so strange. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the cast of Critical Role is you know, pretty nifty, right? Like yeah. we're kind of yeah. fun to be around and you know fun at a party. And all of us think that Quien is way cooler than all of us. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean she that's not is, hard to yeah. Is such a like a laid back low key badass. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah. But side Good side work. note, side side note. Mm-hmm. Mr. Yuck was a sticker. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. Mr. Go Yuck. Go back to your story so about how, uh, she I was mean, like side 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 note. <laughs> she was like side side note. Side side note. When There's I no was question. when I was 3 or 4 the word yuck was my word for poo, and it was both a noun and a verb. Uh, continue. Wait, like you would Whoa. say, I, mean, I, I made a yuck, yuck yuck? I made a yuck yuck I in the corner of my bedroom? Yeah, I don't mean last week. I mean, you know, I was like 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you said three <laughs> or four. Like 28. Yeah. Um, so 
I asked her what kind of cocktail she would want, and she said a champagne, maybe like something champagne-based, oh. and I sent it to the gang in New York, and they wrote back immediately with a picture of Miller High Life in like a nice champagne oh. flute, and they were like, we've got her drink. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's funny, but like we can't give her that. Because <laughs> she would have the same reaction. She would have the same reaction you just did. You just called it swill. Is Crean, uh, 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 is Q as um, uh, diehard about wine as you are? Are you guys more, like, more diehard? Like she taught you. She brought me in. She taught me the, the ways of, of uh, connoisseurship. Yeah. Of uh, appreciating food and drink and life in general, and uh, and so yes. Now we enjoy a burger and a beer every now and then. Of course. We're not. We're not just awful people. But if I were to try to serve her some like two buck chuck wine, would she break the bottle against my face? She would know. She would, uh, people do frequently bring us bottles of wine to the house for like a gift or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, she uh, does not have a great poker face. She'll look at the bottle and be like. I know. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So we'll give that to Brian. We'll give that to Brian. Honey, should I put this in the wine fridge? No, don't bother. Don't bother. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do you know um, who taught Liam and I about drinking? Who? Being Irish. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, I know you meant that as a joke, but. No, I didn't. Just because I smile at the end of something <laughs> doesn't mean I made, I made it as a joke. Uh, Mame drop today. Yeah? Yeah, we did drop. How'd it go? Mame. Well, laser disc. Well, we did laser disc games like Dragon's Lair. Yeah. A lot of those things. And some things with live footage from 1981 spliced into a video game. That's so crazy. It was a little trippy. Yeah. I joined for the last 15 minutes mm -hmm. and was. Pretty good. No, yeah. terrible. But those games were really cool. Some of them had awesome animations. Some of them did not. Yeah, M most. So yeah. A lot of the animations on that meme cabinet we cannot show on Twitch because of female presenting female nipples. Female presenting nipples. Oh, wow. Sam was saying before the show that that would make a great band name. It would. Hmm. Or improv group. Or an improv group. Yeah. Improv. Do they have a lot of those still? I'm pretty sure they do okay. on any given night in any not town in America. Not here in Los Angeles, though. <laughs> Surely not. Wait, there was a really funny question about um, reality shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, are we supposed to answer questions on not this part really. of the show? Well, let's I answer one D&D &D related question. We've just been having so much fun. Um, it was something about, like, Screw all the sad talk. Oh yeah, right. Madcap Fox ninety six. Because f all the sad. What would be Caleb and Knott's favorite reality show? Oh wow. Uh, favorite reality show. Uh, Caleb's would probably be like Forest Fire Channel. <laughs> Is there a channel? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was gonna say that Knott's would be Hoarders, but probably not. Probably the opposite of Hoarders, which I think is Storage Wars. Is that a show? I think so. Where they go it is, they yeah. bid on storage they containers on, and see what's inside, yeah. all the stuff they can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody gets sent upstate, you know, for instance, that's right. and they miss two payments. Two months. They miss two, that's not a lot. They miss two payments. They will auction off your storage unit. They don't care what's inside of people it. People get to bid on it without knowing exactly what's in. They get to kind of peek mm -hmm. and be like, ooh, there's some mm -hmm. stuff in there. I think not would like that because. Uh, 
They saw my baseball cards first, and then it was over. You guys have to pick one for me. I do not watch much reality. I was just going to ask that. Do you guys watch a lot of reality shows? No. No, I've seen um, uh, the one where the nailed it. I've seen nailed it. That's a show. I I don't know. Did it come in a VHS tape, and was it four hours long? <laughs> it was on the back of a girl's gone wild disc. <laughs> girls gone wild. I mean, I, I mean, Caleb's super into like smut and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So maybe you'd be, maybe he'd be into like the like dating shows and He's stuff not like really, that. Though. Okay, Danny, He's do not, not really, call though. the dating shows smut. The Bachelor is many things. I wasn't talking about the Bachelor. Well, that's a dating show. <laughs> smut, it is not. I have 30 people over at my house every Monday night to watch The Bachelor. And then when The Bachelorette's on, same thing. And then when Bachelor in Paradise is on, like 60 people come over. <laughs> and Logic is one of them. Because <laughs> I got him hooked on the, it's, it's a fun thing to watch with a bunch of people. You can yell at the TV. It's like The Room, you know? Remember The Room? Yes. It's like that every single week for me. That's how I view the thing. It's just nice to have a communal thing to watch that you can just dump your brain, you know what I mean? And like, go ahead. Actually, I think Caleb would be super into the Real Housewives. Oh! I think that why? he would be so why? into the Real Housewives. Why? That's a good point. Just the... because, okay, so if Caleb is, Caleb is still like kind of, he enjoys reading the romance novels. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. he yeah. was looking for like magic and stuff, but he still like read some and then gave one to Jester and all of that. I feel like maybe it's that he likes the um, the like kind of like sordid melodrama of it. Mm. Tell me more about my character. <laughs> uh, internet, you're welcome to also tell me more how my character works. Uh-huh. Super excited to hear. And I I feel like he'd be like super into, into the Real Housewives. I think I think it'd hook him. Never watched any of these shows, by the way. I'm just assuming. Do you watch any reality TV, though, besides working here? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like a reality show? Uh, what if they made a reality show about Critical Role Land? Super boring. You think it would be boring? With as often as Max is going around biting people's heads off? That's true. You know, telling everybody they're worthless? That's true. Talking about how fit he is and, yeah. you know, always wearing stuff that's too small? The only reality show that I have ever watched, not, not ever, but the only reality show that I watch is Great British Bake Off. Oh, but that I wouldn't consider that a reality show. I mean, you know, it's a competition Maybe, show. I got nothing. I can't even partake in this conversation. You know what, though? <laughs> you, 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 Liam O'Brien might like Naked and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I like the title. What is it? They're naked. Is that what it's called? Right, Naked and Afraid. I think there's Naked and Afraid, and then there's. Yeah. Um, What's the one where they drop? Is that that's the one where well, they drop you off in like a jungle, right? Yeah, and, and you're, you're naked? naked. You got nothing. Can what? we just can we do go with like anything that David Attenborough narrates, where like sure. ants are murdering Planet each other? Oh, ooh, there's, there's a documentary about cat judging that's on Netflix right now, where they yeah. like with like like cat competition shows. Oh shit, <laughs> Max. What's the name of the magician that you really like that have the long hair, the goth Chris looking Angel. guy? Chris Angel. That's right. Have you ever seen any of his specials? I'm a huge angel head. <laughs> angel. When I first met Max, when I first met Max, I was like, do you have any tattoos? And he went like this, and he had Mind Freak. <laughs> Tattooed on his wrists. I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I'm from Las Vegas and I still, like, have never met such a big fan of Chris Angel. Um, let's see. 
You're like the masked singer. Yeah, the masked singer is good. I have really liked documentaries about Scientology. No, I think the Dude, yes, singer. do you watch Leah Remini? The uh, Leah Remini TV show is amazing. It's in like the oh, third is, season. That's your, Scientology that's your in the aftermath. She takes down Scientology. She's taking them down, really? yeah. yeah, brick by brick. All religions are welcome here at Critical Role, then. That's not a religion. But she takes down Scientology. <laughs> it's not a religion. Ponzi schemes, maybe not so much. Yeah, exactly. Um, you and I went through a phase like a, a decade ago where we were obsessed. With Scientology? Yeah. Oh, I've read all the books. All the strangeness of it. And I've the, read all the books. I, I So much so that... One of my close friends, Patrick, who you guys have met, uh, right when I met him years ago, a friend of mine told me, hey, he's a Scientologist, so you, you know our den and our house has is just a wall of books. And she's like, you gotta hide all those Scientology books, man. Like, he's, you know, I'm like, well, that's half of my shelf, you know? Like, what are you talking about? So I hid all the books, and then he came over, and then I, I knew him for probably three or four months, and I was talking one day, and I go, I gotta ask you something, are you a Scientologist? And he spit out his fucking drink, and he's like, what the fuck, are you serious? And I'm like, she told me you were a Scientologist. He's like, no, dude, hell no, like what? It was amazing, so, you, so I put all the books back You up. hid the entire Sea Org wing of your library for no reason. I did, I did. As I, as I said, we accept all faiths and creeds here on Critical Role Land, and uh, you are welcome to, uh, to enjoy your faith in the way that you Here's practice. Here's the thing, they're not allowed internet access, <laughs> so there's no Scientologists <laughs> watching Amish. because no, they deny them <laughs> links right. to the He's outside right. world. The you gotta know this, they want. man. They don't, yeah, they do. <laughs> Gangsters. Gangsters. Uh, freedom of religion is one of the pillars oh, of our Jesus. of our great nation, and I respect. Can we go, all Max? People. Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. Wait, we'll that's s- it? <laughs> yes. Did we, we asked one did question. We, answer any it was about we got a lot of good stuff. We got we got a lot. One, we learned a lot. One. Make it for not. It doesn't need no, to be for me. One brand D and D story. Okay, for, here uh, we go. Undercover goth. Besides being on talks and doing all work, no play together, what is your favorite type of date to go on with each other? <laughs> oh, uh, a really good meal. We've done that before. Henry. We've done a really good meal. Yeah. What, what, what constitutes a really good meal according to your refined taste and your snottiness? Just one where we're together and there's no children around. That's, oh, yeah. that's it, yeah. Pretty much that's it. We've had a couple of those. We went on a wine tasting together. Mm-hmm. In Culver City, yeah, ended up having a wonderful romantic dinner. That was nice. Yeah. That was that was nice. You know, once a year, yeah. it's usually for one of our birthdays, and we'll just go have a mandate and and catch up on the year and have a glass of wine and a steak or something, and, and go back to home, watch a little Chris Angel, and settle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> Talking about Angel Head. Wow. Travis was super into David Blaine for a while. No. <laughs> Dude, he would really? not shut the fuck up about David Blaine. And it was like seven years after like David Blaine wasn't cool anymore, <laughs> but he didn't know, so he was telling everybody like, Dude, Dave, send Travis a bunch of David Blaine gifts <laughs> right now. <laughs> Because he's gonna fucking know exactly. He's gonna know exactly why that's happening. Do it right now. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, Gregs. Thank you, Miller High Life. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Mittens. Thank you, Mittens. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Kittens. How do you spell Blaine?
Chandler, Zach, Chris, other Chris, Ed. We're ending at the same. Wait, we ended the first one. Good night, Zach. Do you have any tricks for the final seconds of the show? He's had one gone. What was it? Oh, something's going on with. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's me on my own Emmy. Emmy hey, guys, Emmy look. Speech. I would like to thank the Academy for making this dream of mine come true, true, true. We go to the moon not because it's easy, but because it's hard. <laughs> oh, thanks, everyone. Don't forget to love each other. And, and is it Thursday yet? Yet, 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 yet. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time.